RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Vicky Wong. The headlines. Four University of Hong Kong students have been arrested over a motion by the Student Union's Council to thank a man who stabbed a police officer. The police have charged a 58-year-old man for raping and robbing a teenage girl 38 years ago after new technology tied him to the crime. And President Biden has held talks with British Prime Minister Boris Johnson, his first talks with an ally since the Taliban seized control of Afghanistan on Sunday. The police say they've arrested four University of Hong Kong students on suspicion of advocating terrorism by mourning a man who stabbed a police officer and then killed himself. Lee Kwaiwa, a senior superintendent with the force's National Security Department, said the young people had attended a student union council meeting last month, during which a motion to what he described as rationalise, beautify and glorify the attack was passed. He added the council had also publicised the motion on social media platforms afterwards. Mr Lee was asked why they arrested the students, even though the motion had been retracted. Definitely, we will mention the subsequent acts of the students, including the apologise and all this stuff, to the court about what they are doing afterwards. But uh, unfortunately, because uh, we are the law enforcement officers, we are just with reference to the law to do our things. So at this time, we have to arrest, arrest them for the, for the advocating of the terrorism. Chief Secretary John Lee has sidestepped questions as to whether or not the Hong Kong University Student Union case amounts to a serious breach under the national security law. He dismissed suggestions that the relevant laws are unclear. I think the law is very clear to delineate what acts will contravene the law. It is important that we Hong Kong people continue to develop a law-abiding culture and that is the minimum attitude that a citizen should have in order to ensure that we have a lovely city to live in. Security Secretary Chris Tang has said radical groups in Hong Kong are using tactics similar to those used by international terrorist organisations to spread their ideologies and recruit members online. Speaking at a full council meeting of the Legislative Council, the minister said the government will do its best to curb these efforts. The police have charged a 58-year-old man for raping and robbing a girl 38 years ago following a breakthrough in forensics technology. More details from Todd Harding. Police charged the 58-year-old man in connection with raping and robbing a 13-year-old girl at Sun Fat Estate in Tun Mun and robbing her of $160. The incident happened on January the 20th, 1983, and the victim, who was identified in court as X, has already passed away. A Tun Mun magistrate's court heard that the defendant, who was 20 years old when he allegedly committed the offences, was only arrested on Sunday afternoon in Chun Wan after police confirmed his identity due to a breakthrough in technologies in recent years during a stop and search. No plea was taken and the case was adjourned to October the 12th pending police investigation, which will include searching for witnesses, recording testimonies and running DNA comparisons to investigate whether or not the defendant is involved in other cases. President Biden has discussed the Afghan situation with the British Prime Minister Boris Johnson, his first talks with an ally since the Taliban conquest of Afghanistan on Sunday. Afterwards, the White House announced that the leaders of the G7 nations would hold a virtual meeting next week to work out a common strategy towards the new reality. Earlier, the United States said it would be holding the Taliban to account on the confidence-building pledges they made in their first official statement of intent. The Taliban spokesman said they would not allow Afghanistan to become a haven for terrorists and they would uphold women's rights according to Islamic law. He spoke for an interpreter. Women will be afforded all their rights, uh, whether it is in work, 
or other activities because women are a key part of society and uh, we are guaranteeing all their rights within the limits of Islam. Meanwhile, the United States Air Force is launching an investigation after human remains were found in a wheel well of one of its aircraft that flew out from the chaos at Kabul airport on Monday. It said it would carry out interviews and review video material to establish the circumstances of the death and reports of other people falling from the plane. Earlier, the United States said the Taliban had promised safe passage for thousands of civilians scrambling to reach Kabul airport. Afghanistan's central bank governor has told the BBC he thinks the already beleaguered economic situation will deteriorate further in the coming weeks under the Taliban. Ajmal Ahmadi fled the country on Sunday. There's a number of factors that I think are going to lead to a worsening of the situation. I think, first of all, we have a large number of international reserves, but I would expect that the US government would freeze those assets for the current time. I would expect donor flows to significantly decline over the next few months. And that's going to cause pressure on the currency to depreciate. And that's in turn going to lead to higher inflation, pressure on the banking sector and likely increases in poverty rates. Mr. Akhmadi accepted that the failure to fight corruption had contributed to the government's collapse. In more local news, a fund supporting local protesters say it's going to cease operations in an orderly manner. The 612 Humanitarian Relief Fund was formed after the anti-extradition protests in 2019. It says because the limited company that's been helping to handle the money is going to stop operating shortly, the fund has also made plans to close up. The fund will hold a press conference later today to give details. Minority rights group Hong Kong Unison says the Charter of the Equal Opportunities Commission should be expanded to include clauses on how companies treat clients. The group's executive director, Phyllis Jung, was commenting after a row broke out online over accusations of racial profiling at a beauty products chain store in Chim Sha Choi. Ms Jung said both staff and customers need to be better educated about the law. I don't think people who have been you know, racially discriminated would come up to the police because they don't want to be labeled as troublemakers, right? So they would just pass by. And a lot of them don't even know that they have their rights and they can file complaints. I mean, this is already against the law, right? Racial discrimination in good services and facilities against the law. But how much the company has pushed, I think it has to be spelled out more clearly so that the frontline staff, security staff, they know that if uh, racial profiling, racial harassment or you know, discrimination against the, um, a customer is against the law. Environmental group GreenSense has urged the government to do more to educate the public and impose stricter, stricter guidelines on online shopping packaging as consumers get used to the worsening problem of overpackaging amid the pandemic. Gabrielle Ho, the Green Group's senior project manager, says people have been relying so much on online shopping during the lockdown that they don't realise overpackaging is a big problem. Pandemic may be one of the immediate factors of uh, the rise of online shopping. We found the uh, online shopping packaging problem for for a few years already, but uh, the pandemic led to the um, more severe problem nowadays uh, because uh, people are not uh, during the lockdown. People are not getting out, and they often uh, orders. A food or, or, or other supplies in at home and they just receive them by courier or, or other mailing services. 
The authorities in Haiti say now say more than 1,900 people are known to have died in Saturday's powerful earthquake, an increase of 500 on the previous figure. A spokesman for the United Nations Children Fund, Bruno Mays, said more than half a million children now had limited or no access to shelter, safe water and food. The BBC's Candice Piet reports. Mr May said countless Haitian families had lost everything in the quake and many had been left standing in the floodwaters left behind by a tropical storm on Monday night. He said UNICEF had been supplying emergency medical kits to hospitals in Le Case, the city in the southwest of the country most damaged by the earthquake, where tent cities are already springing up. The UN has pledged $8 million in emergency aid to Haiti. New Zealand's Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern says another four cases of COVID-19 have been confirmed, all of them linked to the country's first case of the disease for six months. One of those infected is a hospital worker in New Zealand's largest city, Auckland. All five have the Delta variant. New Zealand, sta- New Zealand started a nationwide lockdown at midnight local time. The trial of the American R&B singer R. Kelly is set to get underway in the next few hours at a U.S. federal court in New York. He is accused of racketeering, bribery and recruiting women and girls to engage in illegal sexual activity. The BBC's Samira Hussein reports from New York. R. Kelly and members of his entourage are accused of recruiting women and girls to engage in illegal sexual activity with the R&B singer. Kelly is also accused of paying victims and witnesses to cover up his alleged crimes. He has repeatedly denied any wrongdoing. Allegations of sexual abuse are not new for the musician. He has been confronting them for more than two decades. But the only time he faced criminal charges, back in 2008, he was acquitted. These new charges against Kelly are far more serious. Astronomers have captured some of the most detailed images ever seen of galaxies in deep space. They've been created from radio waves emitted by the galaxies and they're in much higher definition than normal. One image shows the universe when it was relatively young, just 2.6 billion years old. The astronomer Astronomer Royal for Scotland, Professor Catherine Heyman, explains. What's exciting about these images is they're in looking at the radio. So um, I think normally when we look at galaxies, we think about those gorgeous sort of spiral swirling galaxies. But that's what we see in optical light, which our eyes can see. And uh, what these uh, this team of astronomers uh, led by Dr. Leah Morabito at Durham University, uh, what they've done is they've harnessed the power of 70,000 radio telescopes across Europe um, in order to zoom in in what's happening right at the core of these galaxies in radio energies. It's fabulous stuff. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 25,981. That's 235 points up on the previous close. Turnover stands at $71 billion. To currency, the US dollar is trading at 109.64 yen. The euro is standing at 1 US dollar and 17 cents. And the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 70 cents. To sports news, Hong Kong will celebrate its Olympians' historic medal hall with a parade tomorrow morning. The SAR's athletes, coaches and other delegation members will ride in two open-top buses from Hong Kong to the Xichu Centre of the West Kowloon Cultural District for a welcoming ceremony. Officials say Nathan Road and Canton Road are the best viewing locations and the buses are due to arrive there at around 9.40am. 
Afghanistan's Paralympic athlete Zakia Kudadadi is pleading for help after being unable to fly out of her country following the US withdrawal. The Taekwondo competitor and the track athlete Hussein Rasuli were due to arrive in Japan this week ahead of the Tokyo Paralympic Games, which open on Tuesday. Kudadadi was set to become the first woman since the Athens Games in 2004 to represent Afghanistan at the Olympics. The Afghan Paralympic Committee's chef de mission, Ariane Siddiqui, said he received a video message from the athlete. She's saying that, uh, please do not let the Taliban regime to take my basic rights away. I'm a female, I'm a Paralympian, please help me. I want to compete, I still have hope. So uh, until today, um, we called it off, we opted out of the Paralympics. But knowing that if there is a possibility in any country that are willing to help to get her out of the country, the athletes, um, that would be something that will... Um, enlighten her and you know give her give her the hope she was actually in tears she's currently um in uh, in an extended family household family of 10 who already struggled to put food on the table she says i'm extra burden on top Next to football, Chelsea have sold striker Tammy Abraham to Roma for 47 million US dollars. Abraham was Chelsea's joint top scorer last season. He joins the Serie A club managed by former Chelsea boss Jose Mourinho on a five-year deal. The Italian football journalist Mino Rusuki says Mourinho is counting on Abraham to help his team reach their goals. They did really take a leap of faith in him. Uh, Jose Mourinho really feels that with him, he could bring out the best in Tammy Abraham. And uh, considering the fact that they've also gotten an Uzbek striker called Shmuradov, they think that together they can be something special. Now, Edin Dzeko has left the club and he was the third highest scorer for Romo. And the number nine shirt has been something that's just, it's so important for them. And they gave that to Tammy Abraham, which just shows the sign of faith that Mourinho has in him to lead the squad. The Ukrainian side Shakhtar Donetsk have taken a step closer to qualifying for the European Champions League. Details from the BBC's Al Ross. Shakhtar Donetsk have one foot in the group stage of this season's European Champions League. They've won 1-0 away in Monaco in the first leg of their playoff tie. Sheriff of Moldova beat Dinamo Zagreb 3-0 in their home leg. Red Star Belgrade were 4-0 winners over CFR Clue of Romania. And Salzburg hit a last-minute winner to come from behind and beat Bronby 2-1. The second legs of those ties all take place next week. To the weather forecast, very hot with sunny periods, a few showers and isolated thunderstorms this afternoon. Mainly cloudy tonight, winds will be light. The outlook, a few showers and sunny intervals tomorrow becoming fine and very hot gradually in the following few days. Currently at the observatory, it's 32 degrees Celsius with the relative humidity now at 66% and the hot weather warning is up. To end the news, the top stories once again. Four University of Hong Kong students have been arrested over a motion by the Student Union's Council to thank a man who stabbed a police officer. The police have charged a 58-year-old man for raping and robbing a teenage girl 38 years ago after new technology tied him to the crime. And President Biden has held talks with British Prime Minister Boris Johnson, his first talks with an ally since the Taliban seized control of Afghanistan on Sunday. The news from RTHK. The 2021 Election Committee Subsector Ordinary Elections will be held on September 19th. Polling starts at 9am and ends at 6pm. Voters should present their Hong Kong identity cards. 
After verifying voters' identities with the electronic poll register, polling staff will issue ballot papers. Voters are encouraged to vote. The elderly are at high risk of life-threatening conditions from COVID-19. The virus can damage one's heart, lungs and brain. It may cause multiple organ failure that requires intubation in an ICU. After effects can hamper a recovery. Vaccines reduce risks of serious illness, hospitalization and death. Experts advise that any elderly person who has had a flu shot can safely receive COVID-19 vaccines. Get vaccinated early. You ready to rewind? Tune in Saturdays from noon to three, right here on Radio 3. Classic. For some classic Michael Lance bringing the past to the present. A little something for everyone. Guaranteed to take you back. And of course, some good old country. So join me for some classic Michael Lance. Saturday from noon to 3 on Radio 3. You can't touch this. Welcome to the Common Room with Alison Howe, where you find inspiration. We are a youth organization empowering young people to reach their full potential in Hong Kong. Career Insight. I am a international chocolate judge and also an international chocolate taster. And plenty of entertainment. Hello, Hong Kong. This is Luis Capaldi here. I'm Dua Lipa. Hello, everybody. We're Maroon 5. Stay tuned to Alison Howe. Hey, this is Lady Gaga. What's up, Hong Kong? This is Lau. Stay tuned to Alison Howe. Come and hang out with us in the Common Room. Week nights at 9 on RTHK. Radio 3. Hello, good afternoon. I'm Billy Clark sitting in for Nori Mir on this lovely hot Wednesday afternoon. How is everyone doing out there? It is Wednesday, the 18th of August. Yep, it's hump day. Halfway through the week, or you could say halfway to the weekend. Is your cup half full or is it half, half empty? Depends what way you look at it. Noreen's still going to be off for a while, so I'm going to be back this time tomorrow as well. So if you like the music choices and you like what you hear, tune in again tomorrow. But for now, let's look ahead to today. I got an hour of great tunes up ahead for you. Musical inspiration melodic cocktail of different tunes including this one in the background this is Tommy McCook with a song called Green Mango I thought a bit of a reggae would be suitable seeing as it's a uh, 32 degrees outside even if you're not even moving or doing any exercise you're pretty much sweating already <laughs> welcome to Hong Kong Looking ahead later, at 2.30, we got Cruz McAllister coming in for an audio column chat. So that should be exciting. She always has interesting topics to talk about with Noreen. Oh, and you know what? Today, all trams in Hong Kong are free. Just for the day of Wednesday. Because they are celebrating the city's Olympic success. And they've also got a record themselves from the Guinness World Records. The Guinness World Records awarded the staff of the Hong Kong Tramways for their hard work over the last 117 years. That's a, over 100 years those trams have been running. That's incredible. And they're still affordable, 
It's still great. Still one of the best transport options in the world. I had a go on one of the aircon trams the other day. I thought someone was making it up, but then I saw one. And they are literally aircon trams now. It's incredible. And trams are always fun if you have、uh, private parties. You can also rent them out. I've been on a few private parties on trams, and that's the funnest. You just go up and down the city lines on Hong Kong Island. Last month, the iconic green of the Hong Kong trams also became an officially recognized color. 